0: Welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montarulo, joined here by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's going on? I'm doing fantastic. You sound a little bit different today, though. Yeah, so this is kind of not an emergency podcast, per se, uh, not not a national emergency podcast, but it's a a spontaneous podcast. We didn't think we were going to be recording tonight. Uh, but there was so much going on that we figured we might as well uh get out something to you guys uh a day early uh I'm not at my house I'm at my uh childhood home uh, so I'm on my old <laughs> microphone uh yeah. and, well uh, it's yeah, valentine's it
1: day is- and as as two fellas that have a couple of ladies in their lives, you know of course we're we're not with talking them at the to moment.
0: each other. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 yeah no that because that's, that's because about Valentine's
1: right. Day is about who you love the most, and nothing we love more than the podcast, so' she yeah, is our, true. our true love and our lady is the see
0: our for our yeah no it's true yeah so um uh obviously a lot of shit happened uh since the last time we recorded I think we recorded last Friday, right we didn't record last Wednesday, yeah, we did last Friday, but it feels
1: like it feels like it like was like two weeks, weeks
0: ago, yeah. By. Yeah.
1: I mean, I didn't have much of an eventful week, but even if I had, nobody had a more eventful week than Ilhan Omar.
0: Yeah. Uh that's uh that's an understatement. So yeah, Ilhan Omar, um someone we've we've, you know, liked for a long time. I've been, you know, disappointed at times in certain stances she's taken in terms of uh deference to Nancy Pelosi, but you know, there's something to be said for the way she kind of played Uh, the game in the lead up to the Pelosi thing, because all the progressives ended up voting for Pelosi anyway. And because she voted for her so early, she got a nice spot on the House Foreign Affairs Committee, uh, which will lead to something we're going to talk about later in the episode. But uh, in any event, you know, her policies are spot on. And I think she's a lot stronger uh, than even AOC at times on certain issues. Like she was one of the only people to come out uh, strongly in condemnation of the US actions in Venezuela and the obvious regime change coup that we're backing in Venezuela. And she unequivocally came out and said that she does not support that, something that Bernie and AOC, uh, you know, uh, d- did with a lot of caveats that were unnecessary and helped make the establishment point for them. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I really appreciated her. Really strong, bold stance on that. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: Well, she's also one of the few that supports BDS, um, mm-hmm. which is obviously a thing that Bernie doesn't support, unfortunately. Which is still just like
0: I don't know why, but uh, I, I still yeah, can't figure I out mean, why. For you,
1: life me. Like Nelson Mandela, right? Everyone's like, "Oh, sure. he's such a great note." It's like, okay, so you clearly you support him and his his stuff, you know, uh, yeah, his BDS
0: yeah. of, of <laughs> South Africa. <laughs> yeah well i mean he the was in June, came from in the
1: 60s for being a communist that supported using um you know basically terrorist tactics against the the uh, apartheid regime down there so mm-hmm. a lot of people don't realize that but um yeah no she's good but it's i think until this week she hadn't really defined herself to people like us right like we liked her yeah,
0: exactly um
1: but it was still just kind of like where she when she gonna have her kind of like limelight right and I remember seeing the tweet where she, you know, somebody said, well, uh, who is it she thinks is paying off politicians to support Israel? And she just tweeted out "APAC." <laughs> you know, it's like simple. Who so, doesn't know that? Who
0: doesn't fucking know that already? You know, like so he, he, here, well, just, as a setup to that, this is this is kind of what it what happened in case people missed it, uh, or in case people missed the finer details of it. So, uh, you know. Ilhan and Rashida Talib, who's also a supporter of BDS, uh, or at least, you know, has has spoken supportively of it, um, have both been super clear about the fact that they recognize that Israel is an apartheid regime. Uh, they are, you know, uh, occupying Palestinian land illegally under inter- international law. Uh, and, you know, the right-wing uh, shitbags in Congress, and I include the Demo- a lot of the Democrats in that, categorization uh you don't uh not even that they don't like that Israel and APAC don't fucking like that so that they sent the marching orders to the uh right-wing shills for APAC in Congress uh hey don't let them start talking this shit we don't want this to become part of the left narrative because once it becomes part of the left narrative then it becomes a talking then it becomes a side of the argument and up until now Palestinians deserve human rights and Israel is an apartheid government doesn't really have a place in Washington as a, as a side of an, as a side of the argument. You know what I mean? Like it's not something that major politicians in either party ever really talk about.
1: No, uh, no, of course not. I mean, it's just, it's, if you get anything, it's, um, you know, uh, support a two state solution, which of course is segregation. That's mm-hmm. still, that's still supporting segregation. Separate but equal is not fucking equal when you've got i mean it's just not i mean I don't, I don't
0: have to no so it's it. just not yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, i mean I, um before i knew about the issue too i like that seemed like the logical thing but then when it's once it's explained to you and you're like oh no that they would still just continue to do the same shit that they do now and the only logical solution and the, and the reason they uh are avoiding this conclusion is because it would take away all of their political power is a one-state solution with equal voting rights but then Israel realizes would be a that democracy. They would... They'd actually yeah.
1: be a democracy. Right. <laughs> so it, it's mm-hmm. it's really, you know, what it comes down to is like, do you support Israel being a democracy and supporting human rights for, for Arab Israelis? I don't think people realize it. That's that's the big thing. It's not just the occupation of the West legal settlements in the West Bank. It's not just the, you know, the ongoing siege of Gaza and occupation of Gaza, it's the apartheid system within Israel against arab israelis that is yeah, one of the one of the biggest, biggest problems here and people don't know about it so they're like what do you mean apartheid israel it's like that's do you they, they don't know about it because our media is has like a total blackout uh, of the issues there right because they yeah. you know it's it, like look apec has a lot of fucking power they don't donate the most amount of money but they definitely have probably the most amount of power most amount of sway in washington Bar none, uh, and, and more so with Democratic Party now. They donate more money to Democrats than they need to donate to Republicans.
0: Yeah, and they actually they don't donate the most amount of money, but they're up in the top five, I believe. I mean, they donated like three million dollars to Hillary Clinton in the last presidential cycle. Oh, yeah. Well, there's definitely like, people like, like Cory. Amount of money.
1: Yeah, I mean, Cory Booker, I think, got a fourth of all his campaign money from <laughs> APAC. Wow. By far the most of any person who hasn't run for president yet. So uh, for a lot of these people, it's, you know, they're enraged because they're like, well, Israel has the right to, you know, whatever. Um, But it's like what Ilhan did was was not just say, well, they have influence. It was to follow the money. Right. And anytime you follow the money in a way where people aren't used to having their money followed, they get pissed off, especially when that money got them their power. Right, so that's yeah. what she did. She broke the rule of of Washington D.C. is you know pulling the showing the the man behind the curtain, so to speak. Uh, which is you know this is I don't think the APAC lobbies for the best interest of Israel by any means. No, so, it's so certainly not for
0: that, the citizens of Israel.
1: No, or, or their neighbors, right? Uh, yeah. Forcing you know, a, a far right extremist apartheid terrorist regime is not in anyone's best interest. You know, they they are enforcing white supremacy violently. That is what APAC does. The same as the NRA.
0: Yeah. So actually, just to set up a little bit what what we're talking about in case people missed it. Uh, so, I you know, I mentioned how uh, Rashid Tlaib and Ilhan Omar support BDS. So uh, Greenwald tweeted out, uh, I guess, a scoop that he had uh, or a story that uh, came from Haritz, Uh, GOP leader Kevin McCarthy threatens punishment for Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib over their criticism of Israel. Uh, It's stunning how much time U.S. political leaders spend defending a foreign nation, even if it means attacking free speech rights of Americans. To which uh, Ilhan Omar quote tweeted and responded, it's all about the Benjamins baby with uh, music notes next to it. Which is a reference to a Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, whatever the fuck you want to call him song. From the nineties. Well, everyone uh, knows that unless you're a
1: fucking baby boomer, but even still, it's like
0: (laughs) I yeah. Obviously uh, an innocuous comment that was funny, and she's trying to be kind of like do the AOC thing where she references pop cultures. You know, it's 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 a thing that you know, and she does it too. I mean, she tweeted after the state of the union she tweeted a video she's like every time i hear trump talk about immigrants and it was a picture of or a video of her dancing new uh this is america by childish Campaign. oh that was
1: great yeah that was totally great. great which also is, won
0: best grant best uh album grammy or best oh record yeah grammy.
1: yeah it would, it would be great to hear it uh as uh, some some bumper music sometimes uh yeah yeah not no, really. we were... Uh, but but yeah no she's good she's got good instincts she's smart she's young enough that she understands pop culture references Uh, but if I could reference really quick a person who does not understand cultural references uh, and I guarantee had someone from her staff google the lyrics for her was Chelsea Clinton because Chelsea Clinton inserted herself into this, this outrage like nobody else in probably the most racist way possible the way that like you know get out liberal racism is uh-huh. where she she was like well i just think it's really problematic to to uh quote the uh, part only part of a song lyric where it says it's it's all about the benjamins stacking chips like hebrews or something like that it's like who remembers that part of the fucking line she also, Nobody. by the way
0: she also she also qualified it as an american which right, is super yeah. fucking racist so because a, it's is
1: like a, a, a rich white person talking down uh-huh. to a, a a black woman from Somali, africa refugee to say, well, as an American, here's what I think,
0: is, I mean. Eleanor Omar spent not time in her th- fucking refugee camp. She's a right. refugee of a country that we're still currently fucking bombing right now, Somalia.
1: Right. It's I not mean- even covert racism.
0: It's, it's uh-huh.
1: overt racism to address somebody who's a refugee, uh, especially a sitting congresswoman, to say, well, as an
0: American. It's like, are you fucking mm-hmm. out of your mind? It's like, unlike you, Chelsea, she's worked her fucking ass off to get uh, to get to where she is. You haven't done a fucking thing to earn anything that you have. You've been given everything in your entire fucking life. You fucking privileged <laughs> piece of shit. You're trying to find a word that's yeah. not offensive. Piece of shit. Um, and you know what? It, it's just so like offensive to my sensibilities that she feels that she has the right to talk down to a fucking refugee who managed to propel herself into one of the highest seats in government, just based surely on her policies and, you know, the way she communicates her policies. It, it's just fucking unbelievable. Chelsea so she can fuck I,
1: I, I don't often do like a uh, Twitter polls because no one responds to mine for some reason until this week, because the, the, the twin sister in outrage at uh, Ilhan Omar, uh, oh, for "quote unquote" anti-Semitism, was Megan McCain the other most obnoxious <laughs> Islamophobic daughter of a war criminal? So I did a poll. Do
0: nothing, piece of shit. And, yeah. yeah,
1: just complete, you know, uh, outrage queen. And my poll got two thousand eight hundred forty-seven votes. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, <laughs> it did well. Well, you um, broke
0: all of our brains. Like nobody knew how to answer. Properly.
1: Oh my God. I, it it got ninety-five replies of people just going like I. Stared at this for five minutes, and I could not answer it. And it's just because I don't know if it was the framing of like obnoxious Islamophobe daughter of a war criminal, but people were just mm-hmm. like, "Oh my god, I really." Somebody said, "I I don't even want to admit how long I stared at this and still couldn't answer." <laughs> Which
0: so how was how it phrased? Exactly, I don't even remember. Uh, Do you remember how, how, how the poll was phrased? Yeah, yeah,
1: it was just who's the mo- who's the more obnoxious Islamophobic daughter of a war criminal, Chelsea Clinton or Megan McCain? Um, and when people were were like, this broke my brain. I I can't decide. It's it's like you just you. I was like, well, I guess I created a paradox then. <laughs> so, uh, but the, just for everyone wondering, the result of the poll was um, Chelsea Clinton thirty six percent, Megan McCain
0: sixty four percent.
1: Yeah, so I,
0: I voted for McCain eventually, but I, I don't think it's I don't think it's nearly that wide. I think it's it's yeah. probably fifty five forty five. Yeah. If,
1: if you put Chelsea Clinton on the view. It would be fifty fifty, bar and mm-hmm. honest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I think it's only because we're on Twitter and we've seen, you know, Hillary Clinton or Chelsea Clinton, whatever, same fucking thing. Um we have seen how obnoxious she is at just like butting into conversations where she had nothing to oh. do with it. It's like she really she just has nothing to fucking do. And it's just Wait. the way
0: she has nothing to say either. The way she fucking talks is just so like like nobody talks like that. No humans fucking talk like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, she, I mean, she clearly had ne- didn't know what all about the, you know, or, you know, Benjamin's mm-hmm. met yeah. and had one of her unpaid interns probably have to go Google it and was like, oh, so <laughs> this is the, so that's what this means. I'm going to. Uh, yeah, it is it, it, ridiculous, utterly ridiculous.
0: It's all bad faith smearing because I, I, mean, and that's really what you know we're we're talking about here is that all these smears are in bad fucking faith. Everyone knows that she wasn't being anti-Semitic. The only reason she was saying it, but uh, so so she said that, and then somebody said, "Who exactly are you referring to when you talk about uh th- the people who pay off politicians?" And she was like, "APAC, like you said, APAC, which is a fucking lobbying firm, uh." that lobbies for the far right policies of the right wing government of Israel. And that pack is not just Jewish people. That pack is made up uh, largely of evangelical lunatic Christians who want to further the right wing agenda in Israel, both to wipe out Muslims in the middle East. And because they think that their fucking sky God can only come back if uh, Israel is controlled by the Israelites and not by the Palestinians. Right. Like that's, and, that, and it, you know,
1: <laughs> And they want they want Jesus to have a second coming it. to to come back and either and convert the all the Jews injuries. or exterminate them. So it's just like <laughs> exactly. I don't, I don't know if you know Jethro in Texas, red state MAGA cap <laughs> really has the best interest of Israel. Any more than APAC does, honestly.
0: Yeah, so. yeah. No, tr- truly. <laughs> uh, it, it's kind of a, gr- a gross marriage of convenience that they, and, and like, it, it's weird that they're just like totally right, cool with being right. like, yeah, well, no, it's fine that they but actually this, secretly It, it, love it works
1: great for, you know, it, like right-wing Israeli Jews, because they're like, well, there's no such thing as Jesus, so we can't come back anyway. So we're all set. We're <laughs> never gonna, it's never going to happen. true.
0: <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true um no they, they just believe in their own ridiculous stupid yeah and look it, it, the you know at the end of the day there's the subtext uh the unspoken subtext in all of these criticisms of like hey brown girl shut your fucking mouth we let you come into congress we let mm-hmm. you wear your hijab isn't that enough for you what the fuck do you think you're doing
2: oh, criticizing
0: yeah, yeah. That, that's so deeply seated in so much of this criticism you know absolutely like,
1: yeah well and from from centrist liberal. Democrats I know that's three times redundant but uh, yeah of course they they wanted her to be a token of of their you know big tent ID poll bullshit and she's not there for that you know and at the same time for the for the right wingers like the real right wingers she's five of the things they hate hate most in the world in one person she's black uh, she's a woman uh, she's Muslim she's a refugee or immigrant. Uh, mm-hmm. And she's actually like an actual leftist, or you know, for the most part, very Yeah. Uh, right. So that's like, you can you think of five things that uh, right wingers hate more together? No, once? no, it, it's like, yeah, <laughs> like they're. I mean, I I followed. I was just trolling some of them yesterday. You know, it's they're just like, oh my god, how could th- how could we let this happen in America that this person was elected <laughs> to Congress. And I had, There was one guy who tweeted this is hilarious. He deleted his tweet after I quote tweeted him. But uh he said basically just like the only reason this was allowed to happen is because she's from a district that's been that's completely populated by uh Arab immigrants and Somalis and all these people. And it was going to be a Democrat no matter what. So she all she had to do was beat another Democrat. And it's like, oh, my God, it's it's like you almost understand what representative democracy is supposed to be and still are like, <laughs>
0: don't want it, don't want it, don't like yep. it. Yep, yep. No, it, it they're just ridiculous people, and they're comical, and and how ridiculous they are. But you know, uh, but it, you it, know,
1: at least they don't have to twist their brain in a knot to show their hatred. Where if you're like a you know a liberal, and mm-hmm. you see her, and you're just like, I have to you know pretend that I like her and still denounce her, and it's just it's like they don't they have there's to no
3: great
0: yeah. Well, there's no greater crime in Washington uh, than being uncivil or talking about people's donors, no matter who, you know, no matter if they're from the right or the left or whoever. Like, that's the biggest crime you can commit in the establishment DC bubble is to call out people's funding or call out people's donors or, or, you know, suggest that uh, somebody does something because of uh, campaign money there. I mean, you remember the fucking debate. Uh, between Bernie and Hillary, where Anderson Cooper, where where Bernie mentioned that Hillary received money from the banking industry, uh, and and Anderson Cooper like genuinely was was shocked. He was like, "Are you suggesting that that a politician receives money?" And then, uh, then changes his or her vote based on the money that they receive during their campaign. Like, he literally was like, he could not wrap yeah. his fucking brain around. I was like,
1: Anderson Cooper does that, like, you know, that, that reaction gif of the guy who's like shocked, blinking, like, well, I didn't know? Like, he Anderson Cooper does that all the fucking time. He like like tucks his chin and like blinks, like, well, I never
0: knew. That AOC interview is like, where, where, where he was like, how, how can you say that? Like, how can you say he was that?
1: Up? And it's like, uh, with my fucking words, yeah. Um, no, he's terrible. He sucks. But yeah, it, it just it's it's you know they don't they they know how the game works, right? They know mm-hmm. money is what greases the wheels of of power. Uh, but to there's definitely certain areas that have been off limits from criticism and, and definitely APAC has been one of them for far too long. It is
0: almost the primary one. Yeah. And,
1: and and I think that's the big thing that she did that now, like there's no, you're not putting the fucking cork back in that genie bottle, right? Like that lamp or whatever. I fucked up that
0: idiot. I gotcha. I gotcha. uh, But but that's the beautiful thing uh, about her and AOC and all these, these people are are exposing all of these taboo subjects and doing and bringing up all these things that now that they're out there, they're never going to go away because the internet is forever. And and our generation is very good at pushing narratives, you know, amongst the less uh, internet, you know, but we're good at pushing out narratives to the less extremely online crowd. Basically.
1: I think it's, you know, there's, there's a lot of different realms of Twitter that we're not, privy to or we're not in necessarily sure. that are still centered around young people, people of color who, you know, were maybe not, we don't like, we might not think of it as the most politically savvy, but because they're on Twitter, they're exposed to way more shit than you would be at any other period of time in, in history. Um, and it's like the, the stuff with Israel and AIPAC is just common knowledge. Like I'm in some threads where there's people I would not expect to know anything about it. And everyone mm-hmm. is just like, no, fuck Israel, they're terrible. Uh, Like, they're just like, everyone just knows that who's under the age of 40, you know, like.
0: (laughs) Well, and they also know instinctively that the bullshit smear from from D.C. about like, if you criticize Israel, you're criticizing Jews is preposterous. I mean, that's the the exact opposite is true. If you equate all Jews with the country of Israel, you're being anti-Semitic. You're saying that all Jews are represented by this far right government of Israel. Like, I, I certainly would not want to be counted uh you know by someone from another country as you know uh, somebody who supports donald trump's ideology just because i'm an american like that's fucking nonsense and anyone you know with a half a brain could understand that which is why that smear doesn't land anymore oh yeah
1: absolutely well unfortunately the the rate of people who are israeli jews who live Mm -hmm. in israel who support apartheid is very high right well yeah that's that's, also
0: because they indoctrinate them from birth, you know, right? But yeah, uh, and uh, things uh, like that.
1: You know, mandated military service is going to fuck uh-huh. up everyone's mind to an extent, right? When yeah. you you literally just like train them to not only hate these people but to kill them, you know, and rationalize it, uh, treat
0: them like like they're animals, like they they you know that's that's literally how they they kind of yeah. you know.
1: Um, but yeah the rest of the world it's i mean except for like us and uk this is not a controversial thing it's only like we pretend it's controversial um mm-hmm. to completely arm one side of a conflict and say that they have the right to defend themselves when they're the ones who uh 10 to one ratio of of death and destruction to the other side and you know and it's not just it's not just palestinians it's like every for every fourth time they go to and bomb thousands of people in Gaza to death. Uh, they'll also go do the thing in like Southern Lebanon and do the same shit. You know, in mm-hmm. the eighties there was that huge massacre. Um, and then it was like 2000, I want to say 2006 or 2008. There was a huge massacre that they did in Southern Lebanon. And you know, this is, it's like <laughs> you, you see the pictures online and you can't deny what's happening there anymore the way that used to be able to be deniable, right? Like you, Mm -hmm. everyone's, you know, even in the news, even in the mainstream news, they expect the reporters to be embedded and share photos pretty much live, right? That aren't going through an editorial process, right? That's expected of almost all journalists now. So you can't hide this anymore. Um, So I think about after about 10 years of us seeing what's really happening in real time with, with what Israel's done, uh that has raised a lot of awareness. Um, but again, it's like how what action's being taken by people in power? Almost done yeah. until very, very recently.
0: Yeah. So, you know, in response to this, obviously, uh you would think that uh members of our own party would rally around her and protect her from these uh these these ridiculous smears against nope. her character, right? Nope. Yeah, no. Uh,
1: condemning her. <laughs>
0: yep. Nancy Pelosi immediately came out and said that she should, should apologize for anti-Semitic, uh, for her anti-Semitic tropes that she used, which is fucking nonsense. Like again, if you're saying that saying it's all about the Benjamins is uh, referring to Jewish people, you're the one that's being anti-Semitic. Like nobody. She didn't fucking say. Like it's just so preposterous. to That all this. It's such bullshit. And to our ears, it's, it's it you know, it, it immediately comes across as bullshit. But the fact that this kind of lands with even some segments of the left, like I know they covered it on TYT and people were like, yeah, well, you know, obviously she didn't mean that, but she should be more sense. No, that's fucking preposterous. Like, that's not I, I just I don't accept that. Like, I don't accept that anything she said was remotely anti-Semitic and even suggesting that she should be more careful in the way that she talks about money and politics is fucking letting them win the framing battle. And it's fucking bullshit. You're like helping them frame a smear. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no. Uh, Well, I mean, you know, when when someone like Chelsea Clinton, who has a condo in Manhattan that costs $10 million, um, screams anti-Semitism about pointing out how money has corrupted our politics That <laughs> there's nothing more disingenuous than that I don't know any person who is Jewish of modest income or low income who found that to be offensive yeah no they were like that's yeah. that's completely. you know you're just you're uh, allowing more anti-Semitism to happen by falsely making the claim about a comment like that which is clearly not but, anti-Semitic yeah. So, you know, again, it's like when you cry wolf, you eventually will be more vulnerable to a wolf someday, right? Yeah. Uh, And that's what they're doing. They're willing to uh, cheapen and marginalize actual anti-Semitism or, or, um, you know, the risk or dangers of actual anti-Semitism in order to smear her, in order to protect a right-wing violent extremist, I would call him, uh, political action committee, right, who has not. Anyone's interest in their minds, except for uh, the the, the right wing people who control the regime that run that country. You know, yeah. and, 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 and the, and the, the U.S. military Marsh. industrial complex, yeah.
0: who who you know who has a, a large stake in. Uh, continuing the chaos in the Middle East and continuing these arms, sales, and arms, you know, exchanges between us and Israel.
1: Yeah. So you mentioned TYT, and I I definitely, you know, I'm not uh, afraid to criticize them. They've been talking a lot more recently about, like, when when they get something wrong and how their fans will let them know. And I'm just like, Haha, mm-hmm. you you definitely read my tweets. Uh, but they try to do better. Like, I notice when they fuck up, like, they'll try to not fuck up in the same way again. Uh has actually gotten better at bashing on capitalists lately. Um, but they've. I think he's
0: also. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Oh no, I was just gonna say like their coverage has been good on this because they've been very open and honest, and they haven't tried to great. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't tried to be like, well, you know, she should have been more careful. He was like, no, no, I thought she said nothing wrong whatsoever. Um, Mm -hmm. so and again, I agree. There's always a better way to phrase something, but Twitter doesn't lend itself to that, right? So, uh, when you throw out a, a a song or a rap lyric, um, people they're able to take it any way they want and they totally fucking pounced on her for it. And, uh, happy Valentine's day to everyone except for Megan McCain and Chelsea Clinton. That's all I got to (laughs) say.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and, uh, you know, I wanted to, uh, also mention, uh, Ilhan Omar has, uh, had quite a week besides that. She also, uh, Had a pretty epic uh, moment in uh, in Congress, you know, in front of the House Foreign Foreign Affairs Committee. Yeah, uh, I mean,
1: we, we think of them as like only being stars of Twitter, and you forget that like they're actually in government. And they actually, yeah, no, it,
0: it's
1: kind of crazy. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that's what it looks like when you actually have decent people. But uh, so I didn't know much about, or I don't know much about Elliot Abrams other than just when his name comes up, people spit on the ground um, for <laughs> rightfully hit, so, yeah. You know, orchestrating right wing death squads in Latin America uh, in
0: the 1980s with Iran,
1: Contra, whatnot, Kissinger, so, um, yeah.
0: I learned a lot about Elliot Abrams um, from actually an Intercepted podcast, uh, one of Jeremy Skahill's podcasts, where he interviewed uh, a journalist. Um, I actually sent you that that clip earlier of the journalist uh, who was on, like, it's kind of an opposing talking head uh, to Abrams in the 90s, and he told him to his face that, like, he should be on trial for war crimes, and Abrams just, like, scoffed at him dismissively. Um, but that guy, uh, came on and did an interview with Scalene. and laid out a lot of Abrams crimes. Like this was right when, Mm -hmm. uh, Abrams was being, you know, discussed as the possible envoy to Venezuela. And that's, you know, what What, happened, what what the fuck even
1: is an envoy? He's he's there
0: to orchestrate the fucking coup is like, they they, they might as well just say that like, you know, coup orchestrator, you know, chief coup orchestrator in Venezuela. Yeah. No, it's,
1: you're not a diplomat. You're not an ambassador. You're you're a
0: no. He's a fucking criminal. And he's a, a convicted criminal.
1: Yeah, no. You're basically a viceroy at that point. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you are. Yeah.
0: So he he was convicted of of, of lying to Congress about his involvement in the Iran Contra affair. Uh, because he was a chief figure in the Iran Contra, not his
1: involvement, realm. just his lying about his involvement. Of course.
0: Yeah, well, well, that's what he was convicted of, of course. But you know, not yeah, no, nobody cares about the actual acts. It's just you can't lie about it. That's that's taboo. <laughs> um, and he and he was pardoned by George H. W. Bush, of course. Uh, you know, on his way out the door. But I mean, this guy should have been in fucking prison. Instead, he's allowed to roam the fucking halls of Congress again. Like that. That is insane to me like how somebody who's convicted of lying who's part of a previous administration convicted of of you know lying to congress is allowed back in the halls of power at all like legally let alone allowed to be uh such a central figure to another coup and destabilization ad- attempt by the United States so Trump appointed him for that fucking reason he's he's a fucking hatchet man he sets up these death squads and and props up and supports and orchestrates all of these uh, horrible horrible fucking bad actors in yeah. all of these countries. And, and I'm sure a lot of
1: our our listeners know about the School of the Americas in Georgia, where a lot of these people were trained. These paramilitary mm-hmm. right wing death squads um, all get their training in the U.S. You know, by this school set up essentially by the CIA uh, to teach them how to be. You know, like basically SWAT team guys that then go use their tactics on things like nuns and labor unions, environmentalists, uh, yeah, anyone so well, who yeah. wants a civil society, a more just society for workers, uh, anyone that wants to, you know, protect indigenous people. Um, that's who these guys go out there and kidnap and murder by the tens of thousands in places like El Salvador, Chile uh they, they learn it all Guatemala. from us like we don't just fund yeah. them we teach them how to do it too
0: yeah no it, 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 it's it's our doing i mean it, you know we we we, short of sending in u.s troops to do it like we couldn't do any more to actually carry out these events like if we tried uh but and that's actually something i learned when uh bush senior kicked the bucket is that he Set up a similar school off the on an oil refinery uh, while he was the head of the (laughs) CIA off the coast off the coast of Cuba. Just fucking parody. I mean, it's preposterous. Like he he, like had an oil refinery that it was secretly being used to train right wing death squad. Like it's just fucking. These people are, are comically villainous and like they're allowed to walk the fucking streets <laughs> like
1: the the fucking bad guy in Captain Planet whose headquarters was also an oil refinery. It's just it's like <laughs> there's, uh, you know, it, it, like the fucking onion. The onion just killed it today. And, you know, uh, was their headline about Ilhan Omar was that uh, uh, she. um Praises her Democratic colleagues for reminding her how much uh, APAC lobbyists have struggled in Washington D.C. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
1: It was it was revealed um, to me by a mutual friend of ours that uh, there are several DSA members on the writing staff of the Onion right now.
0: Really, that makes
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it does. I mean, how could there not be at this point? You know. Yeah. Uh, they, they've totally rebelled against the the total like unfunny wave that happened with them for about a year and a half after it got bought by some fucking hack Clinton supporter. Like suddenly the onion wasn't funny for a long time. I don't know if you remember right about 2016. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, And then they
0: unionized right around like, yeah, then they, they they became awesome again,
1: (laughs) found religion, so to speak. And then, uh and now they're good again. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, it's it's great. Um, so, but yeah, I, I bring up Elliot Abrams because he was testifying in front of the House Foreign Affairs Committee, the committee that uh, a bunch of people were suggesting that Ilhan Omar be kicked off of, and she proved immediately why that would be a preposterous thing to do because she, well, she had one she of the, proved
1: why they want her off the committee. Well, yeah, that's that's because also she's an true. Actual yeah. left wing person <laughs> that gives a shit about international human rights.
0: Yeah, because she's a fucking refugee from a country where we created a bunch of fucking refugees and we and we killed, you know, countless civilians. I mean, she literally is firsthand experience with monsters like Elliot Abrams and the fucking havoc that they wreak upon humanity. Uh, So she knows more than anybody in that fucking house what. Kind of a monster, Elliot Abrams is exactly. And
1: she, and so yeah, I mean, the smear was not about her actually saying something anti-Semitic. The smear was just looking for any chance to marginalize her because they, her they yeah. knew that when if she gets on that committee, or they saw pretty quickly she once she got on that committee, she was going to actually use it to bring awareness, speak truth to power, um,
0: and talk about human rights, which nobody fucking does in Congress. Like like very rarely, it's like you the token. You know, uh, support for human rights. She genuinely brought up things that Elliot Abrams has never fucking had to answer for. There were reporters, like on Twitter, (laughs) like like in tears because they're like, "I've been waiting twenty years for somebody to ask this motherfucker." about you know the the uh ill ill uh yeah. zoto massacre or whatever, they, had they had a job
1: where exactly. they had access to do such a thing
0: <laughs> well no but i mean it, it is true that a lot of people like him are really insulated from that kind of questioning they won't oh, yeah. go on tv if yeah. they're going to be asked that kind of question they just well won't do it. he should just and they go, know that he, get you know? a job
1: at a uh you know at a, a prestigious ivy league liberal school where they can, can get chased around all day by protesters like uh who was that petraeus tried to do that he tried to get a, a,
0: oh my god that was funny as hell
1: yeah like what did you think was gonna happen you fucking piece of shit fucking traitor yeah, fucking traitor uh yeah i mean seriously like little literal traitor that guy Liter-
0: yeah literally committed treason um, um but of course so-
1: didn't get in trouble for it
0: yeah, no, because he's an elite. Um, so I actually have an audio uh, clip here. So she uh, got to question him for her, you know, her five minutes or whatever during the uh, uh, during the hearing, and it was a symphony. kind of amazing.
1: It was a fucking symphony. I think we have the whole almost like four minutes and twenty two seconds or so. Um, yeah. Every minute, every second of this is uh, incredible. So enjoy.
0: Yeah, so I'm gonna play that. Ms. Omar.
2: Thank you, Chairman. Um, thank you all for being here and thank you for your uh, testimonies. Mr. Adams, in 1991, you <laughs> pleaded guilty to two counts <laughs> I hope that was of on withholding purpose. information from Congress regarding your involvement in the Iran Kortra affair, wh- for which you were later pardoned. By President George H.W. Bush. I fail to understand uh, why members of this committee or the American people should find any testimony that you give uh, today to be truthful.
4: If I can respond to that.
2: Uh, um, it wasn't a question. I would not Feb- That was, not, was, that was attack, not a question. I would- that was sure. the. I- well, I reserve person. the right I'm to sorry. my time.
4: It is not it is not right. That the was not of a this question. Committee can attack. On
2: February a 8th,
4: who is not permitted to reply.
2: That that was not a question. Thank you for your participation. On February 8th, 1982, you testified before the Senate Foreign Relations Committee about US policy in El Salvador. In that hearing, you dismissed as communist propaganda report about the massacre of El Masote, in which more than 800 civilians, including children as young as two years old, were brutally murdered by U.S.-trained troops. During that massacre, some of those troops bragged about raping a 12-year-old girl before they killed them, girls before they killed them. You later said that the U.S. policy in El Salvador was a fabulous achievement. Yes or no, do you still think so?
4: From the day that President Duarte was elected in a free election to this day, El Salvador has been a democracy. That's a fabulous achievement.
2: Yes or no, do you think that massacre was a fabulous achievement? That happened under our watch.
4: That is a ridiculous question, and I yes would not or
2: no. It. No, I I I'm will. Sorry, take, I will Chairman, take that am, as a yes. I
4: am not. I will going take to that as a that yes. Kind of personal <laughs> attack,
2: amazing. Which
4: is not a question. Fucking amazing. Yes
2: or no? Would you support an armed faction within Venezuela that engages in war crimes, crimes against humanity, or genocide, if you believe they were serving U.S. interest? as you did in Guatemala, El Salvador, and Nicaragua?
4: I am not going to respond to that question, I'm sorry. I don't think (laughs) this entire line of questioning is meant to be real questions, and so I will not
2: reply. Whether you, under your watch, a genocide will take place and you will look the other way because American interests were being upheld is a fair question, because the American people want to know that anytime we engage a country, that we think about what our actions could be and how we believe our values are being farthered. That is my question. Will you make sure that human rights are not violated and that we uphold international and human rights
4: I suppose there's a question in there, and the answer is that the entire thrust of American policy in Venezuela <clears throat> is to support the Venezuelan people's effort to restore democracy to their country. That's our policy.
1: You couldn't even get it out with like clearance, I not
2: that. The question yeah. I had for you is that the interest does the interest of the United States include protecting human rights? And include protecting people against genocide.
4: That is always the position of the United States.
2: Oh, what? So thank it. you.
1: That's <laughs> like almost a comic delivery of yeah. we have always supported human rights, except for the times that <laughs> you know back right wing coups that killed thirty thousand people. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, it, it, he, he's just comically villainous. Um, But his outrage, though, like, oh, oh, the
0: smug, like, outrage.
1: Yeah, the Brett Kavanaugh routine, you know? Like, Uh he's never uh had been confronted about this. And he's like, I'm not going to answer
0: that question, you know? (laughs) Like, jake uh, actually know, made a good point about that you you that's illegal you could be held in contempt of court you're you're, you're l- refusing to answer the questions uh, uh you know under sworn testimony you could be held in contempt of court they could put you in the fucking little right. jail that they have in well, the house of Representatives. i wish they were convicted of
1: lying so now his backup tactics just like i just won't say anything i'll plead the fifth it's like well you're not <laughs> under a criminal thing here so you're not allowed to plead the fifth you have to answer mm-hmm. the question right um but no, it, 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 there was just a total right wingers were mocking her because of like, oh, she doesn't know how to, she can't even read her prepared remarks correctly. It's like you try to read prepared marks in a language that's not your native language. Yeah. Right. It's her first
0: fucking language. She speaks it better than you speak any other
1: language. Yeah. English is one of the hardest fucking languages to learn because there's so many fucking rules that are broken. It doesn't stick to any one thing. Right. So uh, if she mispronounces a word here and there, it's like so what so the fuck what she didn't she's not even wasn't born in america so fuck off um but yeah a, again just every everything she said was uh came from the right place uh it was thoughtful it forced him out of his comfort zone into a place that he clearly is not i mean you know i i'm pretty sure he had hair at the beginning of that of that interview uh and at the end he, he, he had none <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, just, just, he, she, she put him in a spot where he exposed himself for the fucking monster he is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, she peeled back the veneer and that's what he fucking couldn't abide by. Like he couldn't believe that she was, had had the, the audacity to, to, to qu- confront him with the, uh, his crimes, which nobody's fucking done. And, and, you know, like the Ilmazoto massacre, I was doing some reading about it. It's fucking horrific. I mean, it's this right wing death squad that he uh propped up and orchestrated, killed eight hundred civilians in yeah. one one day like that 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 that
1: she doesn't even mention that though. she lets him off light, honestly. She only references the fact that he lied about it. She doesn't ever mention him having any direct involvement. so still, she could have been way fucking tougher on him, honestly. um mm-hmm. but again, it's just it's like. You know, it, you can't prove any of that shit, right? He, yeah. he can still say, well, you know, I didn't make them go do those things. I just uh, armed them and told them where to go and who to shoot at. I didn't pull the trigger. That was totally them.
0: Yeah. So it's been legally recognized as a genocide, the, the Omizoto massacre. And that's just one of, uh, you know, numerous fucking... I mean, he's he's just been a monster his whole fucking life. Like, he's, he's you know, uh, he's somebody who has just no compunctions whatsoever about killing scores of people um for perceived political gain and and it's just it's disgusting and then you have fucking pieces of garbage who have been legitimized in the liberal media like max boot tweeting out um disgraceful ad hominem attacks by ilhan omar and my uh colleague elliot abrams she doesn't seem to realize he is a leading advocate of human rights and democracy (laughs) not a promoter of genocide (laughs) more evidence of the loony left i caution democrats about right
1: the only pieces of shit that use the term ad hom or ad hominem are people Uh who like, first of all, they don't know what the term means. They don't know Latin, so they're just like "ad hom." Ad hom. It's like you don't. <laughs> do you even know what that fucking means? Because you're misusing it for one. And they are always white libertarian males, right? It's always those guys. Um, or or, or they'll always be like, "Oh, red herring." Much. It's like, no, that's you're also misusing that idiom too. Like, do you did you fucking just? I, I know you guys hate
0: public school, but if you go, you actually learn what words mean. If you go to English class. They'll also say whataboutism a lot when you're not actually doing whataboutism and just talking about how people are being hypocritical about an issue. Right. (laughs) That's their other big go-to move. But yeah, Max Boot's a fucking piece of shit. And the fact that he's been given uh, legitimacy by places like MSNBC just shows you how uh, broken uh, the media is because uh, now he's a voice that... You know, uh, the mainstream mom Democrats, not, not your mom particular, but like you, like, you know, like the mainstream kind of MSNBC Rachel Maddow viewer thinks is a reasonable person. People like him, people like David Frum. And these people are fucking oh, yeah. monsters. No, they have no they're, problem they're monsters. with atrocities and they as never... long as it's not done impolitely. Exactly. They
1: never cite their credentials. They never say, oh, David Frum, who was a speechwriter for George Bush. They go, oh, David Frum from The Atlantic. It's like, oh well, I, I've read The Atlantic and yeah. I've, I've agreed with some of their things. That's a great, great liberal publication. It's uh-huh. like, no, uh-huh. no, it's it's a fucking far right publication that occasionally writes an article about a fucking architecture. So fucking idiot urbanist liberals will think that they're somehow uh, moderate, you know. Or you look at every fucking panel they have. Uh, Nina Turner on, it's like it's like four fucking racists. Uh, one of them will be a black woman racist and they're like oh there's there's balance there you go we we need four racists to balance out nina turner because she's so good at articulating these things and she doesn't fucking mm-hmm. take any bullshit right so that's i mean the yeah. idea that like you know you're a you're a, a centrist network if you have four racists uh one of which being a black woman and then a, a you know a, a normal human being who happens to be nina turner uh that that's your that's the way you want to format a discussion. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. no, it's insane. It's just, and it's the only reason you do that is to move the conversation for the right every single time.
0: Well, and, and, and to, and to delegitimize the left wing, uh, pol- uh, talking point, because they know they can't ignore it anymore because it's just way too, uh, ascendant in social media. So they have to bring on one left wing voice. It's the same shit the Fox news did for years when they would have like one, like, uh, terrible liberal like you know like col like uh alan combs or like that 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 fat dude that they always have on like fox and friends although he got fired <laughs> i think uh, uh yeah you know, but like they'll bring on one one liberal to beat up like amongst like five conservatives and and you know it's it's somebody who's like five degrees to the right of like Howard Schultz, you know, it's not yeah, like a, a, a was fucking...
1: often terrible. Uh, of course he was paid to what's, the, what's the guy, Shepard Smith. He's the, the other like decent human on, on Fox news. And uh-huh. I, don't, I know I've talked to you about this, or so I showed you the clip of it. Uh, it's, well, from, he's like, not like
0: a punching bag. He just no, has no, his own. No, show no, absolutely. And I, of,
1: absolutely. You know, he, he's decent on some shit. Uh, he, uh, dropped the F bomb, on a on a show on Fox News one time I showed you the clip of that I don't know if I ever Mm -hmm. talked about on the show but uh these he was on his panel and there was these two guys defending torture and uh Mm -hmm. Shep Smith uh Fox News slams his fist down on the desk and said no you don't torture you don't fucking do it and I was was just like that was amazing little little salute to my man Shep Smith on Fox News
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And look, I'm sure he's not great on every issue, but like that, that that was a genuine moment of humanity where I was like, oh, wow. Like that, that's, I, I I actually genuinely, you know, I, I gave him a lot of props. The other two guys like totally
1: fucking shut the fuck up too. They were like, (laughs) they were like, uh, uh,
0: they're like, well, we're not going to argue that. I mean, she's fucking right. But you know, what are we going to say? Right. Uh, (laughs) You know,
1: they were just probably just like sitting there with their hands perfectly folded, like not sure what to do. And
0: just listening to the, to the producer in their earpiece, like, uh, don't react, don't react, don't react. I mean, they're they're comically like the, the takes that they had. Like they were trying to like the other day. I mean, you know, I, no, we don't even talk about Fox News because it's not something you take seriously. But if you ever just happen to catch them, if you're at your like grandma's house and she's watching Fox News, <laughs> just watch for a few minutes. You, your your brain will melt with the shit that they try to sell to their fucking you know geriatric audience. Like they're trying to because like you know the 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 tax uh, Trump tax cuts. Uh, actually, fuck over middle class families the most where they're seeing the smallest returns they've seen uh, in decades. And they're trying to spin that on Fox News as well. You know, all that's happening is that the IRS isn't holding on to $2,000 of your money anymore. You're getting that back through your paychecks, which is just preposterous to anybody that's like, no, my paycheck went up like a dollar. <laughs> and meanwhile, I don't right. get a tax return.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just deal. such a great question. Like, hey, where'd my tax return go? Like, don't you remember? <laughs> you already spent that money. <laughs> oh, I already must have spent that money. Fox News. Thank you. Yeah. Like, just,
0: like, <laughs> it was like, well, you should have been more responsible too, in saving that that you know that that extra <laughs> couple dollars, and then you would have had a nice big check at the end of the. Like they're just it's yeah. pre- just preposterous. Next the time I'll that they skip
1: a meal time. and put that money in under my mattress thanks fox news yeah <laughs>
0: yeah so um you know it, it's just preposterous but i i just i i mad fucking props to ilana omar for weathering the storm of this bullshit you know uh islamophobic frankly smear campaign against her uh and at the same time not shying away and then the very next fucking day coming out guns blazing at elliot abrams one of the biggest piece of shit Criminals walking the streets. Uh, so I, I, you know, I think she's doing amazing. Yeah. Well, uh, and, and
1: really. again, it's it's like why are there why are there refugees fleeing Africa? You know, historically, there's there's still countries that are, uh, you know, have not recovered from being pillaged by 200 years of colonialism. There, um, mm-hmm. absolutely. You know, neo-colonialism uh, sending armies or or coups down into South America. It's the same thing. I mean, she knows what it is. She's experienced it, right? Uh, it's just the insanity of, I, I, you know. I like to whenever I like realize how literally insane something is in the present tense. I try to frame it as a like a, a upcoming Black Mirror episode. And I tweeted this out. Uh, you know, Black Mirror season five. Um, a black congresswoman uh, cr- criticizes colonialism. So of course, the two millionaire daughters of. Uh, you know, two white billionaire daughters of war criminals to unite to demand an apology from her. <laughs> it's just like, when you phrase it like that, it's like, it like, how that, it's like... fucking insane is this week been? Just for that shit alone, that she had to go through that. And, you know...
0: I... That was over like a two-day period. By oh, the way. yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, and, and I remember when I saw that tweet where she just hmm. said, "APAC is the one who's going to, you know, they're, they're the ones who are paying for these politicians to support things they never would otherwise, you know, if they're a real human being. And I was like, sweet, somebody's finally fucking saying it. And I was like, oh, wait, they're going to go after her so fucking hard for just being blunt about it. Right. And they did. And then she apologized, but it wasn't really, you know, people said, oh, look, she must have been under tremendous pressure, you know. And, and yeah, even, but she, and she even. Or even AOC was like, well, I'm glad she apologized and understands that anti-Semitism is. Da-da-da. It's like, no, 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 it's not. Uh, it's, yeah, that it, was really not, disappointing. this is not even what that fucking was. Okay, so stop legitimizing that slu- that smear, AOC.
0: And and Ilhan's apology was was actually good. Like she she you know she paid deference to the fucking hack smear at the beginning, but then at the end she reaffirmed uh, her criticisms of APAC and of lobbying and money and politics. And she's like, that's obviously what I was talking about. Uh, and you can make it about whatever you want, but that's what I fucking meant. And, you know, so deal with it basically. So, you know, mad props to her for that. Um, yeah, no, but two other
1: good, but, um, uh, you were saying,
0: well, just two other quick things I want to touch on before we got out of here. The, uh, that happened today, like a couple hours ago, uh, one thing that really just broke my fucking heart when I saw is that Barbara Lee uh, endorsed Kamala Harris for president, uh, despite the fact that she hasn't released a single piece of policy, and that we, you know, uh, thought Barbara Lee at least was leaning towards the progressive end of the spectrum when it came to the Democratic Party. Um, so that really fucking sucks. Like I don't, I don't know. I didn't. I, I wasn't I, expecting that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm really. I mean, just maybe they're, maybe they're friends. Maybe it's just like a friendship based thing and they're, you know, whatever, but it definitely goes against.
0: Friends with fucking Bernie. They've both been there for like 30 years. Like, yeah. I don't understand. Like why yeah. do that? So Heard, did you see
1: Barbara Lee's tweet just two hours ago or no. four hours ago? All right. So this was announced obviously earlier in the day, much earlier, but so Barbara Lee tweeted out four hours ago. I am thrilled to endorse Kamala Harris uh, for our next president of these United States. She has dedicated her life to the pursuit of equality, fairness, and dignity for all. I know Kamala will be a president truly of the people, by the people, and blah, 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 (laughs) blah. And I'm just like that's, say that her that's pursuit the most of black fucking life. disingenuous. Yeah, <laughs> helicopter in pursuit. Yeah, uh, I, you know. So I replied. I said, so when she laughed about jailing parents for their kids' truancy and mocked teachers for wanting better schools, what part of pursuing equality and dignity for all was that? Uh, yeah. And as uh, you know, so far Barbara Lee has not responded to me, so I take
0: her silence as uh, shame. So. <laughs> that must be what it is no but uh, yeah it it, it was just really fucking disappointing and you know kamala harris of course had herself uh an awesome week she's just picking up uh a ton of like it's clearly like they're they're doing the same shit they did with hillary with her again like all the super delegates are already coming out and saying they support her uh just this week she went on uh the breakfast club which is like a black like radio. Yeah, everyone knows what radio the
1: Club is. Don't sound, you sound really white when you say, when you describe what the Breakfast Club is.
0: <laughs> but, oh, well, no, mean, look, we
1: have some well, older listeners. Yeah, you know, it's just, it's the most well-known, you know, morning time black radio talk show in the country. So it's kind of, yeah. It, it's- All right.
0: Well, so for the, for the five people that, li- for, for your mom and my grandpa that listen, <laughs> it's a, it's a black morning radio show. Um, and she went on there and she was trying to like, Like play up her like black like street cred like because she's
1: her her whitest black lady alive yeah
0: um and she was talking about they asked her if she supported you know legalizing pot which she said yes and then they asked her if she smoked weed and then she talked about how she used to smoke weed in college when listening to Biggie and Tupac. Uh, which is pretty uh, remarkable considering that she graduated from college in 1986 and Biggie and Tupac didn't release their first albums until 91 and 92, I believe, respectively.
1: Hey, so she was really ahead yeah, of the curve. You know, she was like, millennials these days love time travel. That's all I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, just, I mean. So
0: she's, a, she's such a she's cop. A like She can't fucking help it. She can't fucking help but being the biggest cop on the planet. Yeah. Like, it, it's just unreal. I just she's in her bones, she's a cop. Like the way Elizabeth Warren's a capitalist to her bones, Kamala Harris is a fucking cop there, to her bones. So bone. uh
1: President Harris was training today, which sounds like a totally organic Oof. uh hashtag, right? And totally and I, I, I it, scrolled yeah. through it, it was just it's like there are people just random fucking uh Brockbot accounts, right? Well, most of the tweets. I didn't see anything from a blue check, right? And mm-hmm. Every they were all just these like fantasy versions of who they thought Hillary Clinton was trying to make her sound like she's actually Jill Stein, you know, and it was like, uh, I can't wait for President Kamala Harris to uh, defund ICE and spend all the money on housing refugees. And it's like, are you out of your fucking mind? Kamala Harris (laughs) is ICE. (laughs) He fucking is
0: ICE. You know, it just, she took a photo with ice at the border. Like, what the fuck are they talking about?
1: Right. So they run this shit because they know these are the kind of people that fall for it. Are not going to the people that actually look up her record. They're just going to mm-hmm. they're going to project their own ideas of who she. The people that wanted to project that uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi was was like, you know. Uh, Shade clapping. clapping it. You know, it's like, no, yeah. no, she wasn't. She's just weird and and fucking drunk and <laughs> has all these weird facial ticks that make you think that she doesn't like something.
0: The only thing she doesn't like is socialism. This is true. No, that that she gen, she's genuine about that she'll really throw shade at, and she that's the only thing where she actually seems clever in the shade that she throws. You know, like that when she talks about socialism, you're like, oh no, she genuinely fucking hates that to her core. Yeah, she like,
1: waffles you know, on everything so. unless you bring up socialism. She's just like, ah, psh, psh, psh. no, we're definitely, definitely not that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Oh God fucking pieces of shit so yeah um that 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 happened this week uh, and that was really today actually that happened that was really disappointing uh and the other thing that happened is uh trump uh announced that he is going to declare a national emergency which is a fucking fiasco and a nightmare i mean it's something we've talked about yeah. I mean, it, it, it is and it isn't we'll we'll, we'll talk about how why can but, you
1: announce that, how, how can you announce that you're going to declare an emergency if it's an emergency, isn't there no time to announce? Like, don't you have to like it is just a national emergency right now? If you if you're yeah. announcing that you're going to declare it, that means there's a period of time in which it's not an emergency yet. So what the fuck is go if it's an emergency, then there's no time to wait and you must build a wall this very instant. So uh, you know, seconds matter.
0: It's it's, it's preposterous. It's completely unconstitutional. It, or you know, it, it exists within the Constitution for actual emergencies. Like, hey, the British uh, burned the White House and the Capitol down. Congress can't convene to vote can you please authorize us to uh, engage the British force? Like that's what the kind of thing that a national emergency declaration was reserved for. And it's not reserved for you to fucking no. push your, your bullshit racist policy agenda, but you know what? Fucking let him do it because then president Bernie Sanders, president AOC uh, has no excuse not to declare national emergencies uh, in combating gun violence, in combating climate change, in creating Medicare for all and providing health care for the 44,000 people a year that die from lack of uh, access to health care. Like what? You know, fucking let him do it. Then they can declare it clearly if the precedent is set, way, he's though. able to. I
1: mean, you, you could. Could you imagine if there was like a comet hurling towards the earth right now? How fucked we'd be.
0: And oh, yeah, no, we would never be able to, to come to a resolution cause, cause on what, how to do it. What Trump would
1: do would be to take actual fucking, you know, roughnecks from an oil rig and send them into space. He literally would fucking, <laughs> you know, follow the, the uh, insane I got this, I plot line from, a, you know, what was it Armageddon, which is actually somehow made it on the Criterion Collection. He would follow that plot line to a T by declaring I wish I had the audio. Just fucking, yeah.
0: Like I wish I had the audio of Ben Affleck describing how fucking stupid the plot of Armageddon <laughs> is on the Armageddon. And, and how he just basically said like, you know, what, what, what did, uh, do, it's easier to, it, it's easier apparently to train, uh, a bunch of fucking oil riggers to, to, to get, to about. take an air uh, thing into space rather than to figure out, uh, you know, how to train a bunch of, uh, NASA nerd in, in, in how to, how to uh, drill, drill a couple a fucking of fucking
1: rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um yeah. But what was michael bay's response to ben affleck
0: I, I think he told him like shut the fuck up it's a fucking movie fucking or something movie. like
1: yeah that. it's like it be, people are gonna br- re- believe that bruce willis works on an oil rig they're not gonna believe that bruce willis was a fucking astronaut
0: mm-hmm. yeah um but anyway yeah so uh, you know it, it, it's 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 gonna be an interesting couple weeks to see what happens with this because Uh, I don't want the wall to be built. I think it's a huge fucking waste of money. It's an ineffective, racist, bullshit solution. That being said, if it's going to happen, and if he's going to somehow get it through the right-wing courts, uh, and a precedent is established, there's no reason that a uh, democratic president shouldn't use that same power to their advantage. Now, they never will if it's an establishment type, because they always fucking you know, fold their cards. Like they'll get rid of the fucking filibuster when they get into power because they're, uh, or, or they'll, or they'll rein excuse me, they'll reinstate the filibuster that the Republicans got rid of when they get back into power because they're fucking weak, feckless, you know, uh, slaves to power. But, uh, I, I, I hope that that's something that changes. Like, I hope we actually get someone like a Bernie in there or an AOC. Yeah. Eventually in there.
1: It's going to be, and I mean, it's going to take 50. That's what you need. Yeah even if they ever build a fucking wall, it's going to take 50 years and every four years it'll get restarted and they'll build another couple hundred miles and then it'll get defunded and it'll just sit there not being, it's just, it's going to be a fucking a wedge issue forever and it won't change immigration policy. It's just going to sit there as a big racist fucking monolith. That's all it is right but it's mm-hmm. but it's become a wedge issue where you know democrats clearly don't clear about fucking immigrants either but they oppose the wall because it's a it, you know as a wedge issue it represents a thing that doesn't it's just a it's a football right you're just kicking it back and forth yeah. and you know meanwhile we've got real crises like uh the planet having 12 years left to avert uh, absolute catastrophe um you know and, and no no president republican or democrat uh is gonna declare a national emergency over climate change. I don't even think Bernie would do that. You know, I, I'd like to think that, but again
0: I'd like to think AOC would do it, but it might be too late by the time she gets in office. Like Yeah,
1: well she's gonna be I, I saw somebody with a hat. It was like the MAGA hat red with white embroidered. and it said AOC dash thirty five dash two thousand twenty four because that's how old she'll be in that year nice.
0: oh so, yeah, yeah i was thinking about i was trying to think about the. oh okay yeah so hey, by it.
1: 2024 that's she's the president yeah i mean we've talked about how we'd One like term of
0: bernie and then stay uh
1: you know he's like getting the speaker of the house position and stay there for a long time and just like gavel the fuck out of actual progressive legislation <laughs> uh before like finally ending her career as president and just fucking you know, uh, declaring that U.S. N- no longer exists and disbanding the Pentagon, and you know, getting rid of borders and nation states entirely, and that would be like, all right, here we Whist- get Here's whisper a of a dream, Star Trek socialism. Here
0: we go, finally. Uh, so yeah, that's my dream. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Well, I, I think I think a bunch of boomers just fucking drop dead. That 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 happened to be within earshot of, yeah, of the podcast. All I had to do <laughs> was
1: just tell them that the fucking the the. The Trojan horse that Star Trek was for uh, fully automated luxury gay space communism. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, on that note, um, we're going to get out of here. But uh, if you want to support the show, there's a couple of ways you can do it. Uh, obviously, the uh, easiest way is to share the show out uh, on all your social media feeds. Share um, the shit out of the show. Can, I love yeah, saying that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh <laughs> you can rate review and subscribe on apple podcasts uh you can follow us on soundcloud soundcloud soundcloud.com slash move left um if you want to uh follow us on facebook it's facebook.com slash move left idiots uh if you want to uh, support the show uh directly you can do that one of two ways you can become a patron uh, and support us over there patreon.com slash move left um Or you can pick up some merch uh, on our Teespring, which you can find at tinyurl.com slash moveleftmerch. Uh, We have a whole bunch of shit over there. Uh, Better merch than
1: Kamala's got, just so you know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you uh, actually know where we stand on a uh, single policy issue, which is more than you can say for Kamala Harris's website. Uh, So, you know, hey. Uh, maybe you should vote for us for president. Maybe you should write one of us in on your ballot. No, you should vote for God the podcast probably. for
1: president. We're just we're we're just the the kingmakers here. The podcast That's it shall it says fuck. <laughs>
0: No, vote for jules for president actually if we're gonna if we're gonna be specific yeah I think we gotta
1: get jules out of twitmo i try to i've been trying to keep her in the loop off. where i'll like send her uh you know the best tweets which are usually on tweets. On but yeah i'm like here's a link to a, a tweet on oh, so i i probably shouldn't mention this but she um she, she's like waging a campaign to get her account back and god bless her but uh she not, not quite laura loomer level but um so uh, apparently she um took screenshots of the people trying to get her banned and uh mailed that to twitter offices and said hey look if you're not oh sure if you're not going to communicate with me uh via email i'm going to start sending you mail like regular mail to your offices
0: because this, this is pretty fucking awesome. bullshit." yeah um did she just has to get a bunch of beatless celebrities to lie about why she was banned and then right. the she'll get her account back no, like exactly. like candace Haston?
1: yeah it's just I, I said you know do you make a like a low-key account just so you can be involved she's like nope i fucking earned those followers i said what i said i didn't harass anybody i fucking stood up for people who'll be in for bigotry and i want my account back i'm like all right you can go if there's anything
0: you won't accuse jules of being it's it's being not principled like that's <laughs> that's one thing you know yeah so, of not having principles so yeah uh um, yeah
1: no i think it's great uh, so i i wish you the best luck obviously um solidarity jules if you're listening uh, and hopefully yeah, we have around absolutely. again soon possibly even now next week
0: yeah absolutely uh and if you want to follow us on twitter you can follow me over at uh move underscore left uh
1: i'm currently at KS riot 1871 which was the year of the paris commune uh shortly year of our lord yeah, yeah. year of our lord <laughs> Karl Marx.
0: <laughs> yeah uh yeah and uh we will see you next week
3: One bunny, just just Yeah, yeah, this is Gorilla. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go get the bag. Yeah, yeah, or I'ma get the pad. Yeah, yeah, I'm so cold, like, yeah. Yeah, I'm so dull, like, yeah. Look how I'm geeking up I'm so pretty I'm on Gucci I'm so pretty I'm gonna get it This is Sally Listen.